With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You've heard us talk about DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports, and how payday can come every day by entering their contest with huge cash prizes up for grabs. Making a lineup on DraftKings adds excitement to every night and is simple to do. Draft your lineup and feel the sweat like never before. Every moment means more with the DraftKings lineup on the line. DraftKings has paid out over $7 billion to users across all sports. DraftKings is the leader in daily fantasy sports, so there is no better place to get in on all the action. Now that you know how to play, download the DraftKings app and sign up using code THPN. New users will get a free entry with their first deposit. That's code THPN to get a free entry with your first deposit. Only at DraftKings. This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. Hello everyone, welcome to the Bolts broadcast. My name is Mike Mitchelson, Chase Croshaw with me today. And Chase, you had a pretty busy weekend. I had more of a relaxing type of weekend. But let me know how you're doing and maybe talk about that busy weekend if you can. So first, I'm going to start off by saying uh, we are doing a podcast about a recent Stanley Cup champion. So I'm doing great, of course. But um, uh, yeah, other than that, yeah, it was a very busy weekend. I'm tired as hell. The hotel I stayed in just... Brutal, brutal bed. The Wi-Fi just horrible. I was trying to do some work there, and it, it just it wasn't happening. Uh, but I was in Adrian, Michigan for a showcase for, for both teams I, I work for, actually. Um, you know, got met, met a couple of kids down there. Uh, you know, finally got to meet face-to-face face face with one of the kids that we tendered in Kenai. Uh, so, you know, it was good to see him. But, yeah, you know, you know just made some connections. Uh, hopefully, you know... We got our uh, North American League draft upcoming this week. Maybe select a couple kids there. I don't know. Uh, we, you know, we'll, we'll see what goes on. I don't obviously want to share too many details, but anything. But uh, no, it, it was it was a good time. It was a great experience. It, it was definitely busy uh, early mornings, late nights. But I mean, it's it's hockey. I can't complain about watching hockey all day. Yeah, exactly. Just a fun weekend of watching some hockey. Um, I had family come in from Wisconsin, my stepsister, uh, and she's got two kids. And so I was able to meet the youngest one for the first time and then got to hunt, hang out with a three year old for a little while. Um, and he's, he's pretty fun. But at the same time with a three year old, like if you do something that they really like, they'll want to repeat it for the next hour. So we played on we played Baby Shark. And oh, God. Oh, oh boy, was there a lot of repeat of Baby Shark? Um, that was fun. And then my brother's birthday was this weekend, so we celebrated twice. And I do want to bring this up, Chase. Do you have a restaurant out there where it is just your favorite restaurant? You could eat it as many times as you want and you wouldn't get sick of it. Is there a restaurant out there like that for you? I really don't know because, like, I, I want to say that about American Pie because I just love that place so much. But I feel like at the end of the day, I definitely would get sick if I ate it every day. So I really, I really don't know. Um, 
Uh, I'm, I'm going to go with no to be safe because I don't want to just, you know, proclaim something. Okay, because my brother, my my family is divorced, so or my parents are divorced, so got two sides of the family. Yesterday, we celebrated at Shogun, which is a Japanese hibachi place. They do it like right in front of your face, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, we did that for dinner last night to celebrate his birthday. And then this afternoon on my mom's side, we did the same exact thing. We went back to Shogun, Japanese hibachi. And hey, I love, 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 love fried rice, the steak, everything you got going on there. But dude, if you're celebrating your birthday twice, why not bring in some variety? Why not get double the pleasure of, you know, different foods? So go to that Japanese steakhouse and then go to like Red Robin or Bar Louie or, or something else. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, no, I, 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 I'm with you there 100%. But you know, we went to the Japanese steakhouse twice. It was still good. It was still good, but I was hoping for a little variety. Um, and Chase, I just got done playing some Smite with my cousin's boyfriend. And for any of you unaware of Smite, it's kind of, uh, it's difficult for beginners. I'll say that. And I, I was texting my cousin while playing. I'm like, Hey, I can tell that these guys are hating playing with me right now because I am absolute garbage. And then about five minutes ago, before we started the pod, uh, my cousin's boyfriend texted me. He goes, I didn't hate playing with you. I'm like, dude, I'm just joking. Like, I know that I suck and I, I had fun, though. So I'm down to play again. And he's like, you didn't suck. I'm like, dude, if we're playing COD and you suck, I'm telling you, you suck to your face. So he just didn't want to admit it. He wants me back, apparently. Um, I don't blame him, though. So you were definitely trash. So I, 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 I do was. blame him. Yeah, I do I think, blame him for wanting you back. I think we played four games. We played two conquests, two arena, and I totaled five kills across four. Oh, games. There, there you go. You're active, at least. So it went really well. But uh, yeah, that's enough. That's enough side talk about our lives, Chase. We got to talk about the Tampa Bay Lightning, the reigning Stanley Cup champs, but also We've got a lot of important dates coming up. We got the offseason, and Chase, we talked about before how we're not, or at least you did. I know you did on the uh, solo pod you did last week. You said you're not really sure how you feel about the hockey season ending with Tampa, you know, taking home the cup. Well, it's too bad. It's already over, and we're moving on to the offseason, so we got to talk about some of these important dates. And one of the important dates starts July 13th. Yeah, so that will be uh, Tuesday, which is obviously the day after this comes out. So on, on July 13th, um, and before before I go, do you want me to just rattle off all these dates? Do you want to stop at each day and talk about it, whichever yeah, you want to do? Just, just rattle off, and then we can pick out one or two important dates that we're really looking forward to. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, so I, I think there's going to be more than one or two. I think at least two or three. But regardless, regardless, uh, July 13th. The buyout window opens and it also closes on July 27th, um, but also on July 13th, it's the deadline to ask players to waive a no move clause for the expansion. So, you know, for example, Mila Lucic already said that um, if Calgary were to ask him, he would do it. He doesn't want to kind of pigeonhole the team there. Not that he'd get taken by Seattle, but it'd give them a little more roster flexibility. So July 13th, it'll be the deadline for teams to do that. And then the next day is the deadline for players or for like players and clubs to um like come to the actual agreement of doing it. July 16th is the last day for uh, waivers prior to expansion draft, and that means July 17th is a league-wide roster freeze uh, as the protection lists are due for each team. So up until July 17th, you can make trades. You can put guys in waivers. Hopefully they get claimed. Guys don't really get claimed in the offseason, so don't expect really anything out of it. But, uh, you, you know, you can try to change up your rosters. Um, 
come to side deals with Seattle. All that's got to be done by July 17th. July 18th is the deadline for, uh, for the league to approve the lists. And then Seattle can begin negotiating with unprotected uh, pending free agents. So, you know, for example, if uh, so, so, so let's just say, uh, you know, Matt Maroon, for example, he's got an expiring contract. He's not going to be protected. Uh, Seattle if wanted to. They can negotiate a contract with them and then take them in the expansion draft if they come to a deal. Uh, July 21st is the actual expansion draft that will be aired on TV. July 23rd and 24th is the NHL draft that will also be aired on TV. And July 28th is the beginning of uh, free agency, on uh, you know, unrestricted free agency, restricted free agency. Just, you know, the, the free time for teams to talk to players. So that's just kind of, you know, really the next two weeks. Uh, there's, there's a lot going on. It's a very busy time in hockey, but it, it's exciting stuff. I am super excited, and I have to say July 17th, that is the first day that <laughs> – I'm really getting giddy for it. Obviously, I'll be paying attention to before then, but July 17th, we'll be able to hopefully start to see these lists, these protection lists come out and see what teams are actually thinking when it comes to their roster. Who are those super valuable pieces that they are keeping? So that'll be really exciting. And I know that, Chase, you've done it before. I've done it before, but on cap friendly doing the expansion draft um, like simulator or whatever they have on there. That's always super fun. So being able to see these um, roster freeze protection lists are going to make that even more fun because it's going to be more of a realistic simulation. Oh, absolutely. And I just did one the other night, actually. Um, Team came out pretty okay. Uh, I was happy with it. It left them with. Let's see. I I still got it pulled up, actually. So they were. Oh, it's glitching on me. There we go. Um, they, they had $29 million in cap space still to work with, so they could still be you know active spenders of free agency if they were trying to push this year. Like, obviously, they're going to do their NHL team. So, you know, they, they had a still decent roster. You know, like guys like I ended up, uh, you know, having exposed, you know, JVR, Patrick Hornquist, uh, Jake DeBrusque, you know, up front, and then back end, uh, Matt Dumba has no choice pretty much at this point but to be uh, exposed with how Minnesota's group is. Uh, Brady Shea, Michael Matheson, Ryan Graves, uh, Caleb Jones, a great defensive group. You know, like this team was, was looking pretty decent. If they have a decent free agency, I mean, who knows what could happen with them? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think we've known since at least playing Chell that the defensive group is going to come out most likely pretty stacked. So um, excited to see what happens there. But then more dates, obviously, we're looking forward to July 21st, the actual expansion draft. And then July 23rd and 24th, the best day in hockey or second best day if your team does end up winning the cup. So it would be the second best day of the year. And that's the NHL draft. Facts, just 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 absolute facts. I love the NHL draft, love everything about it. It's a reason I'm going into that side of hockey. Uh, I I can I cannot wait. You know, even though Tampa's they're not going to be too busy on day one. Uh, second team that I root for, Detroit Red Wings, are going to be very busy with two draft picks. So that's going to be a ton of fun. Uh, we can see what Stevie Y is doing up here in Detroit. I, it, it just it's just a, you know great overall. Um, this is a unique draft class because there's no like Owen Power will probably go first overall, but really. Um, this is like the least sure number one overall pick in quite some time. So uh, we, who knows what the hell could actually happen? I, I cannot wait, man. And Chase, you know what's even more fun when you watch the NHL draft? That is actually knowing the prospects. If you don't know the prospects, it's not as fun. You don't really know who the top guy is. You don't know, oh, is this guy a steal? Is this guy uh, a, a reach? You know, you, you never really know if you're unsure of who the actual prospects are. But. When you do know the prospects, it makes it that much more fun. 
And don't worry, the Bolts broadcast has you covered because we're going to be doing a prospect preview in one of our upcoming shows. So you'll want to stick around for that. We're going to help you get to know some of the young players that will be entering into the NHL draft this year. And then you'll be able to know, hey, according to Chase and Mike, this guy is a steal because they said he should be in that top 15 range and he dropped down to 28 or something like that. So uh, definitely going to want to stay tuned for that. And then July 28th, Chase, you mentioned that is the opening of free agency. And the opening of free agency is kind of like the trade deadline. It's something you watch very closely to for a couple of hours and then nothing happens. You turn it off and then everything starts to happen after you turn it off. It sucks. It really does. I turn on, you know, free agent frenzy noon, noon Eastern times when it starts, you know, I slap it on. Uh, you find an illegal TSN stream, throw it on my computer, put up on my TV. I'll sit there. It's like, oh, OK, uh, we just saw this minor league deal. Oh, this guy just signed a two year, 950 K year deal. Oh, OK, great. And then it was just like, what was that? 2013, the Suter and Parise whole saga when, uh, you know, it's like, oh, where the hell are they going to end up? Um, and they end taking just fucking like 14 days, not literally, but it was like four or five days to make their decision. You know, never thought they're going to do day one like like that. That type of shit sucks. So let's pray this year. This is a pretty talented free agent pool. So let's pray that, you know, we see some names go on day one. Um, I think we will. I don't think we'll see a lot of the big names go day one, but I think we're bound to see somebody. I mean, it just it's bound to happen. And watch Seattle nab the biggest name of them all. That would be awesome. Yeah, I mean, I would probably say Taylor Hall is the biggest name uh, out there right now, um, or maybe Gabe Landeskog if them if Colorado and him doesn't come to a deal. I think they will after the expansion draft. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I could say you know one, one of those guys are probably gonna be top two. It's definitely gonna be exciting, and we're also going to have a free agency preview coming for you because. Uh, the Bulls broadcast has you covered. We're going to be there for you. We're going to walk you through everything, make it super simple, and give you our thoughts on who's the best when it comes to the draft, when it comes to free agency. Also going to be looking at the expansion draft that Seattle has. Look at the team, say, is this a team that could be like Vegas and make it into a deep Stanley Cup run in their first year? Or is this a team we should temper expectations on? So going to be exciting to talk about all that. Make sure you are up to date with the Bolts broadcast as that stuff will be coming very shortly. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Bolts Broadcast and stay up to date with us there. But Chase, we're going to go to a quick commercial break. On the other side of the commercial break, we've got a lot to talk about with the Tampa Bay Lightning. We're going to be doing team awards going to be looking back on the season giving out awards it's going to be really fun stay tuned hello my name is richard blosser host of the grit and barrett podcast here on the hockey podcast network covering the hershey bears the 11-time calder cup champions of the american hockey league and the 2018 stanley cup champion washington capitals each tuesday i recap bears games give you bears news notes and nuggets and all of the hockey news that matters to me, whether it's the American Hockey League, the NHL, or banter about hockey jerseys. This hack brings you high energy. They score! Connor McMichael has ended the game! Unfiltered. Look, Kirko's really going to have to work hard to bring back the fan base from this pandemic because you can't just rely on vaccinations. You have a fan base that is old, stubborn, and very reluctant to change. Not to mention you got to work on bringing back families and then whatever fan base you can 
try and get back from other parts of the state. You just can't rely on people coming out from 81 and 78. You got to work on a fan base that's very, very hesitant to change and at times unfocused. Look, Ovechkin is basically the guy who comes into the bar, kicks open the door, and says, Who ordered a white Russian, huh? Well, we all know Sidney Crosby is the guy who enters in from the side door, red carpet, VIP, Armani suits, and alligator shoes. That's just the type of guys they are. So join me every Tuesday here on the Hockey Podcast Network for the Grit and Barrett Podcast. Follow me on Twitter at Grit and Barrett P1. That's Grit, G R I T, and B E A R IT P1 on Twitter. Available wherever you get all your podcasts, part of the Hockey Podcast Network. All right, and we are back. Chase Team Awards. Got to hand them out. Of course, we got a couple different categories here. Um, do you want to just kick her off right away or do you want to kind of talk about the season a little bit overall what are your thoughts yeah i got something to say on the season uh we won the Stanley cup that's a good point yeah that is, i mean that's, you know that is a phenomenal point uh it, it was one of those seasons we didn't have nikita kucherov during the regular season uh however as defending champs we were going to be one of the favorites uh, we ended third in our division and that was plenty to get us into the playoffs and the playoffs just an absolute breeze for the Tampa Bay Lightning as they took home their second straight Stanley Cup. So you're right, Chase. We did win the Stanley Cup. Uh, it really was a breeze. <laughs> I mean, the Islanders thought they had us, but nah, but Islanders no, are no. stupid. They're stinky. Um, let's get into these okay. awards, Chase. Uh, let's name off the awards first before we hop in. Um, I'll let you do that and then we can go with the first award. All right, so uh, we got best forward, one for regular season, one for playoffs. Best defenseman, one for regular season, one for playoffs. Not going to do best goalie. That's a waste of time. Uh, most improved, biggest surprise, team MVP, and then best moment. You can't just say winning the cup because that's obvious. All right, let's start with best forward, and we can go with the regular season to start off. Yeah, I got to go our leading point scorer. Uh, his name also happens to be point. That is Braden Point. Played fantastic this year. No Nikita Kucherov. You know, he kind of really took the helm of this, of him being his team offensively, at least, uh, excuse me, uh, in the regular season. I mean, he he really emerged as, as a true star over the last couple of years. He was playing like that. Um, you know, it, it really seemed like Tampa at points in the season were just kind of taking it easy and they knew they were making playoffs and were going to prepare, just kind of like trying to stay healthy for the playoffs. And Point was a guy who I just felt like the whole time he, he always kept the motor going. Uh, you know, he played incredibly well, of course. He's a true leader on this team. He's a true great player in the NHL. I mean, what else can I say about him? Yeah, an easy choice, especially for the regular season. Kucherov not there. Stamkos went out with an injury. He was the one guy who stepped up, and I think he's solidified himself with the elite title, uh, definitely an elite forward in the NHL right now. So let's move to the playoffs. Chase, your thoughts on this one? You know, it, it's a very tough decision. I, I don't I don't know who I want to go here. Uh, but I might have to slightly lean Nikita Kucherov by a country mile because, like, it was just ridiculous everything he did. It, it, it was just, it was just ridiculous. I'll say this: if it was for the third round of the playoffs, give me Braden Point because that dude. What was it? An eight game or a nine game goal streak? Nine. Absolutely destroyed the New York Islanders. 
Um, but we're looking at overall playoffs, and I got to agree. Nikita Kucherov, he was phenomenal, and it was so nice to have him back in the lineup because he brought something extra that we weren't able to see every night of the regular season. So it was great to see that. But, Chase, if we were to do a combination of regular season and playoffs, I think it's got to go to Braden Point just because of the fact Nikita Kucherov wasn't there. Yeah, it, it, if you had to combine the two, uh, yeah, Braden Point has got to be the dude. Um, Anthony Sorelli, he struggled a little bit in the regular season, um, at least in terms of you know, like actual offensive production, but he played fantastic in the playoffs. So he's another guy I'd want to consider for that too, but it, it would be Braden Point by a decent mile. For sure. Well, Chase, moving on to best defenseman. Um, if you have the same guy for regular season and playoffs, go ahead and let me know right off the bat. If you don't, yeah, um, then let's start with regular yeah, season. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I do. It's 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 Victor <laughs> Hedman. I, I, it just is like this. This team's completely different without him. Uh, yeah, McDonald played fantastic in the playoffs. Yeah, Chernock played fantastic in the playoffs. Yeah, Sergato played fantastic in the playoffs. Uh, but it's it's still Victor Hedman. Uh, he's just too much of an important factor on the ice for him not to be the guy. Absolutely. And Jan Ruda even stepped up a little bit in that final series against Montreal. Um, I did want to give a shout out to Ryan McDonough, though. You, you did a little bit, but the fact that he was just a monster on the penalty kill along with Gaudreau and Coleman and whoever else was out there, he was really good. And so... I thought I'd have to mention him, but I got to agree 100%. Victor Hedman, obviously our number one. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the dude's just the dude, really. Absolutely. Well, Chase, let's move to most improved. I'm interested to see you who you have for this one. Yeah, so me, uh, pretty easy choice. Eric Chernock played fantastic this year. Uh, you know, offensively, he, he he's not an offensively inclined defenseman. Last year through 67 games, 5 goals, 7 assists, 12 points. He added six more assists for six more total points in about 21 less games this year. So the, the offensive production improved. And then the playoffs, he had 10 points through 21 games and was really, I mean, he, he was the most important right shot defenseman on, on this team. I Very safely by a mile. He is an incredibly valuable player on this team. They're going to have to find a way to make sure that he stays in Tampa. Uh, that would be a brutal loss. He 100% would be taken by Seattle if he's exposed. Uh, so, you know, it, they're going to have to find a way to make sure that they keep him, whether they do some sort of 7-3-1 or 4-4. Um, he, he's just, he grew too much. He's showing too much, you know, shine of being a legitimate shutdown defenseman and still providing at least some offensive ability. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Eric Chernak, great choice. I'm going to do, I'm going to go a different route. Um, and really, it's just to be different. And it's also not really reflected that well when it comes to points. But when it came to what he did on the ice, his impact on the ice, I think he should be mentioned. And that's Tyler Johnson, which is weird to say most improved was Tyler Johnson when he was, you know, electric, one of our best players a couple of years ago. And then last year we were talking about waving him and he even went on waivers. But from last year getting waved to what he was able to do, especially in the postseason, that was some improvement, and it was awesome to watch. Yeah, it, it was fantastic. He really, uh, you know, he found his footing again in the NHL, proving that he deserves to be here. He really wanted to be part of the Tampa Lightning team. You could tell the way he played, and it was great. It was a very big factor uh, of the Tampa Lightning team, especially when he moved to center there in the playoffs. 
Uh, his game really just kind of took the next step and he kind of found his old form again. So that was awesome. It's kind of weird to think that a guy going back to what he used to be would be considered the most improved. But uh, I guess under a technicality, he did improve this year from last year. Another name that I was thinking about actually was Barkley Gaudreau. Just he seemed to be on, on another level this season compared to last season and looked every bit worth his first round pick that we traded for him last year. Oh, a hundred percent. I obviously it's tough trading a first round pick, especially for a bottom six, essentially fourth line type of guy. But when he makes an impact on the game, like Barkley Goodrow does, uh, you give that up every single day of the week. I have no issue giving that up as an NHL GM. Now, you know, at the time it was, it was a little bit much, of course, but you pay the price to win a championship. And because of him, legitimately because of him, they won back-to-back championships. If Without him, without Blake Coleman, this team is probably not winning either of those. Absolutely. Well, Chase, we now move on to biggest surprise. Who do you got here? Uh, it's I mean, it's got to be Ross Colton. This kid came up and played his heart out, got the Stanley Cup winning goal. And really, like, I don't want to say just came completely out of nowhere, but he kind of did. You know, he came up, wasn't really expected to do much of anything. He's kind of just going to be a fill-in piece. And he started scoring a lot of goals. Um, you know, like he obviously didn't like light the league on fire, but he produced a lot of expectations. I would say he played well. He was able to stay in the lineup through the playoffs. Uh, you know, played a good role, of course. And now he's someone that's gonna he's just gonna have to be exposed in the expansion, which sucks. Um, because I think he's a definite definite possible player to take. Uh, you know, he real he really showed that he's a legitimate NHL player this year after really last year, like not a name that was even on anyone's radar. Having the Stanley Cup clinching goal easily makes him the biggest surprise of the season. Ross Colton played extremely well. Uh, I think another name you could possibly bring up if you were sleeping on him last year, Anthony Sorelli. He played really well this year, and when Stamkos went down and he had to be that number two, he was very capable of it. Yeah, I I love Anthony Sorelli. I remember, I I don't know what, I think what might have been in the um, After Hours show last year, um, Isha asked me if, if I would like, give up Anthony Sorelli for Joel Erickson and their first round pick, which was eighth and ninth overall. The hell it was. I'm like, like, that's really good value. It'd be hard to say no to, but I don't know if I, if I could like actually say yeah to that. I think Anthony Sorelli is just too unique of a player to value. I'm sure he was shocked by that. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> All right, Chase. Well, that leaves us with our final. Um, it's not really an award, but it's our favorite moment that does not include the Stanley Cup. Let's hear yours. I, I feel like you're going to pick the same thing just because it was so fucking cool. The, the Blake Coleman, like the goal, the diving goal uh, with time running out in the period right there. Uh, like that. That was just. It was so awesome. I, that was probably the craziest I went like all season, but even probably crazier than the Stanley Cup win, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I was watching. I was I was home alone that day. I was watching upstairs in my uh, living room. I I am a basement bedroomer. So when I say upstairs, it's really just the main floor. Um, I was watching it, and it was just me and the dog. And uh, I don't think the dog liked that I woke him up because it was around what like nine thirty or whatever. So yeah. he was not a big fan <laughs> of me screaming that late at night. Um, but it was it was an electric goal, and we talked about it the show after it happened, and we said basically that could be the goal of the decade. Like it was that insane. Yeah, it's you know if only if that was the Stanley Cup winning goal, that would a hundred percent be in the or C like so it'd be the or conversation. It's in yeah. the C Visor conversation for just like iconic goals. I think it's gonna 
have the possibility of being there. Obviously, people are going to say, oh, no, no way uh, right right, right now because it just happened. But I think down the road, people are going to look back and remember that Blake Coleman scores this absolutely incredible goal, which really just rejuvenated and vaulted them uh, you know, in, into that legitimate like cup run, that cup win there, I should say. Um, it, it, it was just so electric. It, it's, it was awesome. I mean, that goal it will be in every single Stanley Cup package that gets put out about this year. I mean, oh, yeah. Just like the Bobby Orr goals in every single package for the Bruins, and you've got the freaking bunny no bunny no bunny no for the the Penguins run. Like there is an iconic save or goal that comes with every Stanley Cup championship. This is easily going to be the one for the Tampa Bay Lightning. Hundred uh, percent. Honorable mention though, beating the Islanders in Game Seven one nothing. I mean, <laughs> we we all know not a big Islanders fan over here, so. Um, that, that was fun too. And it, it really got tense towards the end, but Andre Vasilevsky yet again, just completely shuts down the door. And I, I just missed team MVP. I, I thought that, uh, we already did that apparently, but we didn't. So <laughs> team MVP comes now after our best moment, Chase, your team MVP is, I mean, you just said his name. It's Andre Vasilevsky. It's, it's not particularly close. I don't think, uh, you throw, Maybe you can win the Stanley Cup if you throw Connor Hellbuck in that. I think that's about it. Um, you know, like you got to play completely differently in front of every other goalie that is Andre Vasilevsky, and I think Hellbuck might be able to handle it to see what he does in Winnipeg. But any other goalie, uh, if you play the way you play right now, um, you know, they they're going to be like a couple chances with it where they're you know they're facing a lot of shots in some games, or they're just be giving up great opportunities because it's just the way they play. And Vasilevsky's able to bail them out. Where you know, if you got to either change the way that they play or they keep playing that way there's gonna be a lot more losses and it's gonna be a lot harder to win but what about his like giant pads or whatever meme is going oh on my God. <laughs> i i saw one where they blew him up so big that like you couldn't even see his head it was just the jersey like just towering over carry price my god and people don't like realize like goal equipment is large and there's like there's rules on how big and small the goal equipment can be it, it is measured but the difference is Carey Price looks so small. He tucks his he tucks his into the front of his um pants so it like stays tight on his chest. Where Vasilevsky's kind of hangs. At the end of the day, it makes little to no difference, especially because like you're not shooting sideways on the goalie. It's not like his pads are wider; they're just bigger in the front. Is is the, all it is. So it just looks big in that picture. But he's not any wider than he would be with any other pads. Yeah, and Andre Vasilevsky not getting the Vesna Nikita Kucherov. Was not very happy about that. And oh, oh, sorry, sorry. I, I, I heard you kind of cut up there. I, I heard, I heard Vasilevsky, <laughs> then I heard the Vesna. That's all I heard. I was like, what? But then, then I realized what you're saying. There you go. Uh, Vas or Nikita Kucherov, not very happy about that. And I mean, that landed him a Bud Light sponsored deal. I mean, how great. Maybe we should just take our shirt off and just ramble about how stuff is bullshit. And then hopefully we get a Bud Ooh. Light sponsorship. Um, did you see his, I don't know if it was his Instagram post, but it was an Instagram post today. So it was, um, first of all, I agree. That'd be awesome. But it was Kucherov with the Stanley cup, also with the Lombardi trophy wearing a Bud Light shirt that shows him on it. And then it says 18 million over the cap. Did you see that? No, I didn't. I'll, I'll send it to you and I'll retweet on Bolt's broadcast. Cause it, it was fucking awesome. Yeah, that's gorgeous. Uh, MVP for me also Andre Vasilevsky. I'll give my runner up though to Braden point. I think just what he was able to do. With that nine game goal streak and the way he was able to step up and lead the team in the regular season, that's something you won't be able to find um, really many places elsewhere. So he would be my runner up for sure. Yeah, 100 percent. 
All right, well, that's going to be it for our little recap on the Bolt season, giving out our awards. Let us know what you would pick for awards, whether that be the team MVP. If you agree with us, let us know. If you disagree and think it should be someone else, let us know. Uh, Same with best forward, defenseman, most improved, biggest surprise, and best moment. We would love to hear from you. That's at Bolts Broadcast on Twitter. But that's going to do it. We're going to move on to hockey name of the day. And then we'll get you out of here. All right. We got Luke Van Wy. Yeah. So I won't be 100% honest. I usually double check to make sure the pronunciation is perfectly right. I I don't know because this kid was just coming out of AAA and is just going to the Null this year playing for the Maryland Black Bears. Um, I would assume it's pronounced Luke Van Wy, but I don't know if it's like we or or we or why or something, you know, like like wheat thins. Um, so I, I I would assume it's Luke Van Wise. I, I don't know for sure. I just thought it was kind of a cool name. I happened to see it uh, when I was on Elite Prosper stage, kind of scrolling. Like, oh, that's fun. Um, but yeah, so Luke Van Wy, he, he played for Notre Dame Pounds Triple uh, A team up in Canada last year. Didn't really get to play in a lot of games. Uh, he committed to the Maryland Black Bears in North American Hockey League this year. Uh, from, you know, all you can tell, a, a decent little player, you know, maybe goes on to play some college hockey at some sort of level. Um, you know, it's not like it's anybody that's going to break the bank. He's, you know, he's a 5'10", 163 pound right shot D man. So he's nothing big. Um, but he's definitely got some ability to play in the North American league. Is he related to Dick Van Dyke? That's how that works, right? No, (laughs) no. Luke Van Y, Dick Van Dyke. What do you mean? That sounds about right. Okay. What about Scott Van Pelt? He just left to die. No, no, no. He's in it, too. I just didn't know. I just didn't like didn't okay, remember so, him, I should say. So, so Jean-Claude Van Damme as well? Yes. All these guys are just related? Okay, Yeah, cool. and Rob Van cool. Damme. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah, see, it makes sense. We make everything make sense here on the Bulls broadcast. Uh, great name. That's going to do it for the episode. Chase, if you could, hit him up with an outro, and we'll get out of here. As always, I want to thank you guys for listening. If you'd like to support us on Patreon, we really appreciate it. Uh, nothing required, just a way to get some new content, some extra content from the network. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, at Bolts Broadcast, that is at Bolts Broadcast. You can follow the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter, at Hockey Podnet. That's at Hockey Podnet. While you're at it, follow WMP on Twitter, at WMP Sports Pod. That's WMP Sports Pod. That way you're going to get your hockey talk, you're going to get your football talk, you're going to get everything you need. I mean, that's uh, what else do you need in life other than hockey and football talk? You, you, just, you just don't need anything else, I'll be honest with you. Make sure you go to the hockeypodcastnetwork.com. Find all the podcasts in the network right there. Boom. Click the logo. Listen, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Make sure to check out the blog section as well. There's a lot of fun stuff going on there. Uh, wherever you're listening, if you could rate us five stars, send us your questions, comments, concerns, uh, you know, reach out to us on Twitter, whatever the hell you got to do. But just do not forget to use code THPN when you sign up for DraftKings. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you next time.